the Weekly Warp Pipe. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. This week, we're jumping in the Warp Pipe and going back and taking a look at a trilogy on the NES. Fit for October. That's right. Castlevania, baby. Super excited to bring a bunch of spooky episodes to you guys this October. So we're kicking things off with one of the best franchises on the NES. We got special guest Mike Levy is going to be joining us because he loves Castlevania just as much as me and Jay does. So it's going to be a great episode, guys. Without further ado, let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe. I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? I'm Jay NES Addict. And we got special guest Mike Levy's in the house. What up? How's it going? What's up, Mike? Glad, what up, to, glad to have you on because uh, we're talking Castlevania today, and I know you're a big Castlevania fan. Who, me? No. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Castlevania. I got, I, I got my my uh, apple cider. No, what is it? It's uh, some kind of apple cider uh, uh, tea with honey. So I'm ready to go. <laughs> the, the throat would be nice and got my fall mug. I got my Castlevania shirt. We got some Castlevania in the background. Love Let's it. Do this. Love it. Yeah. So I was I was inspired today by both of you guys because I've seen both of you guys live stream Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest. And I was like, I need to get in on that and and live stream it. So this way we all played it. That's it. And we can discuss how it is an awesome game and not a crap game. It's so So much better than people say. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, it was the entire reason why I started reviews on YouTube was I had seen um, Ego Raptor and AVGN's videos Mm -hmm. like separately. Okay. And just trashing castlevania 2 and i mean i grew up with it i loved it and i was like this is dumb like i need to answer this so (laughs) i started working on a review back in 2012 and it wasn't going well okay um and so i ended up do starting it up in 2013 and i started doing with like metroid instead and didn't really know what I wanted to do as far as reviews go. Uh, but I later on did Simon's quest and many other Castlevania reviews. And, you know, it's just nice to spotlight the series, uh, which, you know, there's so many games in the franchise that don't get the love that they deserve. You know, there's a lot of like, um, uh, there's a lot of people out there that are almost like saying, Oh, well, you know, this game, this game has never been good. And it's like, no, like if you <laughs> actually paid attention to like reviews back in the day, right. Um, you know, stuff like Castlevania 64, for example, got great reviews, like, you know, like pretty good reviews, at least like right, 80s. for the time, for the yeah, time. If, you're, if you're, if you, if you care about score, you know, they would score it like 80 out of a hundred, you know, that sort of thing. And even Simon's quest, like back in the day, like people liked Simon's quest, like people thought it was difficult and mm-hmm. different, but you know, the the, it, the general consensus was too was, you know, the the black sheep of the franchise. If it suffers from anything, it's the the poor translation and the and the hints. Other than yeah. that, I think it's good. I mean, the the 
thing is, is that they, and I mentioned this in my review of, of Simon's Quest, they <laughs> deliberately are lying to you right. um, because they're cursed. And it even says so in the manual. It says, mm-hmm. you know, the, the townsfolk may be lying to you. So don't take take what they say with a very deep grain of salt. Yeah. So, yeah. People didn't read the manual, apparently. Well, I mean, you know, think about <laughs> it. Back in the day, you know, a lot of people were just renting it. Uh, I mean, the first time I ever played any game in the franchise was two. Okay. And I went okay. over uh, this kid Matt's house. I was probably like, I don't know, seven or so back in like, 90 i think it was like 89 or 90 something like that mm-hmm. so six or seven or seven or eight or something and he was like have you played this game simon's quest and i was like no he's like yeah it's called castlevania 2 simon's quest i was like oh i've heard of castlevania but i've never played it and he's like dude you haven't played this game no he was like <laughs> you uh you should you should play it and we sat down and we played it and i f- fell in love with it it was fantastic i mean the so- music alone Oh yeah, like bloody tears. Like so it, good. As soon as I heard that daytime theme, uh, you know, bloody tears, it just that is probably my favorite video game song of all time. Like that specific version, because there's been so many versions over the years. Oh right, right. Yeah. The only it, memory I have about it as a kid is just remembering the name Simon. I thought, what an odd okay. choice for a hero's name, because I always <laughs> associated it with like the chipmunks, you know. Right. Si- yeah. Simon says. Yeah, Alvin, Simon, Theodore. Exactly. <laughs> do, yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I would Simon. say it's a, it, it's a fun <laughs> rental game for sure, because it has a password system where you'll be able to keep your password down and maybe, yeah. you know, you hand in your game Monday and then Friday rolls around. You can pick back up where you left off. Whereas if maybe you're playing Zelda, someone probably is going to erase your game by the time you rent it again. <laughs> unfortunately yeah that's true i i mean you know a lot of people didn't like passwords uh especially long passwords which castlevania 2 did have a longer password but i didn't really mind it i mean i i just kept playing the game and i had the nes atlas so i would play i would open that up and I, it has castlevania one two and three in okay. there with maps detailed maps and everything so like that's how i learned how to beat simon's quest is oh, i just used the the nes atlas so you know what's interesting yeah. the the yeah. map in that is actually accurate yeah as in convoluted as it might look and in, oh, okay. in, in that nintendo power right there it's actually yeah. oh, this one well i was using this today which worked out great um but i was discussing um because this isn't my issue as a kid um, and when I get to page 34, it just skips to, to 41 and I'm missing. Oh. So I don't know what happened. Like if I if I maybe tore the pages out when I was a kid to make like a collage of something or mm. if I got this head recently and it was already missing. But I tried to look up how much this Nintendo Power is going for with, uh, you know, Castlevania 2 on the cover. And it's like 100 bucks and up. I'm going to give you a little spoiler here as far as uh, prices go for Castlevania. Castlevania is a very expensive franchise to collect for. Yeah. Uh, It always has been a little bit on the higher side for Mm -hmm. the most part. But yeah, uh, it's just especially boxes, like complete inbox games. If you're going for a Castlevania complete collection, um, I have the full. Yeah, like those three. These are so, these are fake. 
Oh, those are fake. The boxes are fake. Oh. So, so I got repro boxes. Okay. Just so it looks nice. I was I, like, I'm never going to buy these boxes because they're so expensive. But I have, I own every, aside from Lords of Shadow 2. Okay. I own every, which to me is Lords of Shadows, not Castlevania, but I own every NTSC US uh, Castlevania game. Um, not complete in box, not yet. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, miss, I'm missing Kid Dracula uh box and manual which is like impossible to find uh castlevania legends and dracula x and belmont's revenge those are the only boxes and manuals i'm missing nice pretty round off uh set right there i think i I have the first two yeah the first two boxed or just yeah Yeah, boxed okay when did you guys start playing uh the the series like back in the day yeah uh i mean I can't place a date on it, but I know I remember I need playing. I a date, Russ. Uh, let's <laughs> check my watch. <laughs> Definitely remember playing the first one, though, um, yeah. whether it was at a buddy's house or just getting a rental copy, like I said. I don't know if you have a remember, Jay, distinctly uh, more. So I, I remember because I completely missed out on this series as a kid, and I didn't play it till eight years ago. <laughs> there my, you go. My buddy Todd was like, dude, have you played Castlevania? And I was like, no. And he's like, you might not like it, but let's try it. And he was and like, dude, it, you haven't played this game? <laughs> and I put it in, and like the first level, I'm hitting the whip, and I'm like, I love this mechanic. Mm-hmm. And like I become obsessed with Castlevania 1. I was obsessed with it. And like, I played it and played it until I finally beat it. And then I remember, I think I got Simon's quest and eventually Dracula's curse. But I remember when I got super Castlevania, mm-hmm. I loved Castlevania, the original so much that the first few times I played super Castlevania, I was like, this is boring. This is not as good. No, it is. A, it is now actually my favorite game of all time. I don't know what took the, took me so long to like gain an appreciation for it. Mm. But I didn't like how the music was different. I didn't like how the graphics were different. I didn't like how there were some Liberty State. I wanted it the exact same, just in right. 16-bit form, but it wasn't, obviously. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I love it. Um, now, my, my love doesn't extend too far past, like, the 16-bit era. Um, I have had – I played Circle of the Moon before. I didn't really care for that. Um, everybody and their brother tells me I should play Symphony of the Night, and I know that's, like, touted as, like, the, one of the best games ever. But I don't like the fact that you don't get to play as a Belmont. I guess you do if you beat the game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do um, or you can. But um, the the thing is, is uh, they really needed to expand the legacy of the franchise beyond just the Belmonts. And they started to do that with like um, Castlevania Bloodlines, where you could play as um, Eric Lacard. Right. um, And even like, you know, adding on like additional families like the Morris family John Morris yeah um in Castlevania 64 the the Schneider family uh which really that I, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine on on Twitter about uh Castlevania 64 and they had a he had a pretty good theory about how the Schneiders are actually just renamed Belmonts meaning they're actually by blood Belmonts, Belmonts okay. but like they changed their name you know uh when they relocated or whatever or when they were like in hiding so i thought that was a pretty interesting theory yeah what do you think um so like castlevania one what do you think people were drawn to it like because it was so different from mario you know yeah i I mean ultimately the the thing 
that really stands out about Castlevania one is uh, they really hit home with the horror Mm -hmm. aspects uh, of like a movie. Right. You know, right. there's literally like through for the entire franchise uh, of the of the first three games, rather, um, there's literally like movie like film roles on the in side the, in the intro. Yeah. On the sides or on the top. So there's um, almost mimicking like maybe the like the hammer films, hammer films. I was going to yeah, say like the horns. It's the franchise has always kind of been like a B movie take on hammer horror films and universal horror like monster movies right right especially so, you're fighting the bosses and you're yeah. seeing like okay here's like frankenstein's monster right you know, mummies yeah, the mummy, mummy wolfman dracula and then you've got um some other medusa. inspiration from like a uh, clash of the titans like uh the medusa that sort of thing yes so, yes there's a lot of really cool influences. And even at the end, when you beat the game, all the credits for the names of the people that played, mm-hmm. uh, like or, or the people that made the game, yeah, right. like uh, Christopher B, right. which is a riff Christopher on Christopher Lee, Lee. Uh, <laughs> the composer or one half of the composer team, uh, Kinyo Yamashita, her nickname in there is James Banana. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, to, to kind of see that aspect of it. Um, but the whole reason, or at least what I believe is the whole reason why that happened is there was a lot of headhunting going on in, in the Japanese video game industry. So gotcha. names weren't really be cr- being credited for a long time. So that's why um, the, the names of, of these uh, game creators were like kind of m- mysteries, you know, uh, thinking back to like, you know, hip Tanaka or, um, uh, what's uh, one of the ones from like Mega Man? There's 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 a there's a bunch of uh, of names of pseudonyms where, where they yeah couldn't use their actual name right so right because the, yeah because the companies were like you you know we don't want you to you know we don't want to get have our 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 talent poached right so pretty interesting <laughs> excellent yeah, yeah I, I figured you know seeing that like the horror aspect maybe drew on a different uh, crowd maybe that were kind of into video games or they're like, ah, I saw Mario wasn't really into it, but then they're like, okay, what's this like Castlevania all about? Like mm. vampire on the cover, you know, you're looking at it and it's got like a whip and everything like that. Manly man. And it's like, all right, yeah. that, that draws me in, you know, I'm, again, maybe if it's, if it's at the rental store and you wanted to rent it for, for a weekend, I have a funny uh, story here. Let's see. I, I posted on Facebook and I had a bunch of people um, leave some comments. Um, let's see if I could pull it up. That um, art, by the way, is very much inspired by like Frank Frazetta, like all his uh, art from like, you know, that when he did like all the sword and sorcery type covers and, and movie posters. Isn't it pretty like, much almost there. identical to like one of his? Yeah, like near identical. That's, yeah, wow. yeah. I yeah. love the colors in that in that picture. It's amazing. Right. The greens really and stuff. I mean, Castlevania in general has just like these amazing colors in the in the first three games. I mean, yeah, outside the first three games for sure as well. But there's something about those first three games where the colors just really stand out and really pop. And the atmosphere specifically in two Mm -hmm. really drew me to it. I mean, it felt like a fall day, you know, as you're going through the countryside, you know, you see the leaves changing color, you know, they 
you know, as you're moving through throughout the areas, you know, very interesting and different color schemes that they were using in Simon's Quest. Um, so, yeah. Um, Aldo's states here, he says, uh, Simon's Quest was one of my first NES that my parents bought me and my older brother. Funny thing is, my dad scooped it up solely because he thought Simon on the cover was actually He-Man. My brother was a huge fan of Masters of the Universe. But hey, we got a fantastic game out of his mistakes, so it all worked out. Nice. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. It was like, okay, you got some muscular you know, guy on the cover. Let's see Simon's Quest right there. The Simon's Quest art interestingly enough is a is a literally a ripoff of uh there's a it's like a dnd spinoff or whatever called ravenloft yeah and that cover is basically taken almost right from like uh, the, the, the dracula is almost identical right uh yeah yeah the, Dra- the dracula specifically in like the i think the castle yeah area yeah and i love how this whip makes it too yeah I thought that was clever yeah that's pretty smart I never noticed that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Attention to detail. The Japanese art uh, is is pretty much the the same, if I recall. Um, and then oh, okay. the, the the art is very different for three, though. Uh, the the box art is is totally different. Um, In Japan. Yeah, I mean, like, I I personally I prefer the box art for castlevania 3 for okay. the nes version yeah um yeah that right there yeah that's, that's sick. the the t- um tom dubois did the art on well, that. and they also went like you know because both one and two have these green and blues in it and mm-hmm. green, they went with the orange and black yeah like very halloweeny like, yeah right which fall. is interesting because uh the the colors in the game themselves is like a lot of orange and and uh uh purple there's a lot more like orange and purple in that versus like Castlevania two, yeah, which was more like greens and 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 blacks and uh, uh, oranges and reds and you know like a lot of like really striking deep colors, not a lot of purple um, in in there. Yeah. Why do you why do you think they made Simon Belmont look so different in the second game? He's almost like unrecognizable from the first. Yeah, he looks like he has like black hair. In yeah. the second game, I'm not sure as to why they did that. Truth be told, I've always wanted to know, and uh, that's a good question. I should have asked when I met Koji Garashi. <laughs> I, I mean, I know he didn't make Simon's Quest, but like, I should have asked him that. Um, because it took me a little while to get used to it. I'm like, yeah. I like this game, but Simon's he looks a little weird, See, right? Picture my perspective though, I started with two and then I went to one, mm-hmm. so I was working backwards. So I was like, why does he have blonde hair? Right. You know, like I, to, for me, it was different. I always preferred the red armor. Yeah. Um, in fact, the what's really cool about um, Castlevania 64 is there's a throwback armor that you can get uh, in that game where you can unlock it if you pick up the, one of the special crystals mm-hmm. and it unlocks Rein, uh, Reinhardt Schneider ends up wearing a variant of um, Simon's costume. Nice. So it's got the red armor. It's pretty cool. It's a fun little throwback there. Yeah, yeah. My knowledge of the 64 games is nil other than what I've seen AVG and talk about. It. Right. Right. I, I never played them either. I'm uh, I'm going to be reviewing both games this, this coming Halloween fall nice. time period. I, I don't know if I'm going to get uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Legacy of darkness out in time, but uh, I think I, I think I'll be able to do Castlevania 64. 
I actually used to have Dracula X. Um, I sold it to a buddy to pe- pick up some more NES games that were a bit rare and harder to come by, but I sold it right before the pandemic. Okay. Oh. And like, and now it's like the price range for that game is so out of the question. I can't even afford to get it anymore. I, I have it loose and yeah. the label is damaged and I have a replacement label and I just don't have the heart to, to rip it off. I had an amazing copy. Dang you back in the day, gamer. You could always, um, you know, get a, um, like a donor shell. Yeah. To put yeah. the replacement label on. I guess. I don't know. I'm so weird when it comes to that. Like I have, uh repro boxes for legends and dracula x and every time i look at them it's like man it's not the same <laughs> you know you're a purist like me i i i am only with because i have a couple repro boxes and i i collect repros you know if it's something that's in, that's interesting to me um or if it's a game that only came out in japan and you know i don't have the means to i, I don't care even saturn stuff i have a bunch of repro saturn games and it's like i'm not going to spend five six seven hundred dollars i'll just get a repro like right why not you know right right but like with castlevania stuff specifically like yeah like i would dump half my collection just to get like like all castlevania stuff so nice yeah i just so i just recently played through castlevania 3 um you beat it yeah but bravo i did beaten it i um so i have a fun little like um emulator handheld thing so mm. i loaded it onto that so i could kind of play it on the go That's um cool. and i did use some save states at certain points sure. uh through and out but yeah i don't know if you get different endings depending which character you choose to team up with it does yeah, it tells you, you a different little story yeah okay i've only beat it with sypha and and simon and um i've never beat it with the little pirate guy grant oh, you mean trevor and, trevor yeah. 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 Sorry. And I've never <laughs> beat it with Alucard, only mm. Sypha. Yeah. And it, I beat it with Alucard. I used to think it was Simon too. Like, I, I like, I remember when I did finally play three, I was like, oh, it's Simon. Then I was like, wait, no, it's, it's Trevor. It's Trevor. Right. Which is funny because in Japan, his name is Ralph. <laughs> Wreck it, Ralph. Wreck-it yeah. Ralph. In Japan, Trevor's name is Ralph. Trevor sounds cooler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think it, part of the reason for that, at least, is, uh, Trevor's name is Trevor R. Belmont. Oh, so, so maybe it's Ralph. R is Ralph, right? So I think in Japan they called him Ralph Belmont. That's yeah, funny. That's is what it is. The more is you know, it is. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was awesome with three how they um, gave you different paths to choose people to team up with. Um, mm. They really took a three sixty of like, okay, we tried simon's quest doing this format let's kind of go back to one but expand on that and right. kind of give you some more places to to explore so you can play through it multiple times you're like okay i'm going to take the lower path right. this time or whatever there's one really cool boss battle in uh in castlevania 3 where it's like a doppelganger fight and you kind of fight yes. yourself yes and, and one of the strategies is to consistently change so that way while the guy's changing you can whip him yeah, and then change them again. So that's like a way to cheese the game out. Uh, that uh, idea of fighting your own doppelganger is uh, repeated in Symphony of the Night as well. So Alucard ends up fighting himself. Nice. There is kind of a nice throwback to three. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it. Three is really good. Uh, it's just oh man, it's hard. I I, it I can't is, get. Yeah. 
I can get to the 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 ship, like yeah. the ghost ship area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can get there, and that's pretty much as far as I, I think I've ever gotten. Maybe I got to the next stage after that. I can't remember, but um, actually, uh, in the Japanese version, which is on the the Famicom, mm-hmm. the game is easier. Uh, so we actually got the harder version of the game. <laughs> Blast and. I don't know why, but yeah, the enemies take less hits. There's a couple sprites that are slightly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course the music is different. Uh, it's one of very few games, if not at maybe two games, I think, or three, I don't know. I can't remember how many uh, games have the VRC six chip in it, but it's got a special chip in the cartridge okay. uh, that uh, basically uh, changes up the audio. It adds another like light, light layer of, uh, of audio on there so uh you get more enriched music than you do on the nes of course that's debatable though like you know some people prefer the nes track some people prefer the the famicom uh versions but and then two got worse music on the famicom disc system weird oh. um at least in my opinion uh it's it's very twangy and different and uh so yeah they got a battery function because you could save on the famicom disc system but they got worse music. So I think we kind of won out. I'll have to pick it up to see what the difference is. Yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting. It's a shame. They didn't release that version in that recent, uh, the Castlevania anniversary collection. Yeah. Uh, It's a shame that they, they didn't release, uh, Castlevania two Simon's quest, the Famicom disc system version, which is called Dracula two Noroi no Fuin. That's the, that's the Japanese name. Yeah. The more, you know, yeah. (laughs) Can you beat Castlevania one? Yeah, yeah, I've been there a few times. Then I, I think you should use the password system, and, and I think you should totally try to get through three once. You can do yeah. it if you can beat the first one. You can beat the third one. My, my, the the way I was planning on doing it was I, I did this with Ninja Gaiden two because Ninja Gaiden two was always one of my favorite games growing up, but I could never beat uh, the final boss. Uh, so what I ended up doing was I got the game on the 3ds. And mm-hmm. I would just save state right before the final boss. And I just, just kept practice. playing him over and over and over again until I could beat him without dying. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I would beat the game. So once I got accustomed to it, I could beat it no problem. So I'm probably going to do the same thing with three. Yeah. I, I've recently streamed all three on TikTok because um, I, I play Castlevania one like once, a, probably like once, twice a month. You could stream on TikTok? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wild. And uh, and I beat three. It's all, it's all vertical, though. I beat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how anybody watches. I wouldn't want to watch, but people watch me for some reason. <laughs> and so then I beat one and then I beat three. And then I was like, all right, well, I got to beat Simon's Quest. So I beat that like last weekend. Oh, sorry. My cat hey, just walked out. Hey, kitty. Come on. Come Special on, guess. Zelda. Special <laughs> guest, Zelda. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely I can get up to the Grim Reaper. No problem. My as, cup holder. But then it's like if you coaster. lose holy water. It's it's so hard to defeat the Grim Reaper. It's like it's impossible. No, 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 no. Wait, well, on what on which game? Castlevania one. Or no, not, if you use not, if you use holy water, about... it's easy. Right. If you use holy water, it's easy. If you lose, if you die and lose it or yeah. whatever, and then you're stuck with the boomerangs. It's so really listen to this. Different. When I was on that stream, that happened to me. I screwed up and started the the holy water too late when the when his uh sickles came out. Okay. And I was telling everybody on stream, I was like, man, guys, I, I was like, I haven't beat this game with, with the, with the crosses in like probably like five years. I was like, so it's, this is going to be a while. And I did it next try. And I was like, no way. I've always beaten for, for the first game, uh, death with the crosses. 
That's way what more I skilled. I would get the triple triple shot, right, the triple shot, and I would just like layer those, you know, and just keep attacking. So, but yeah. Dracula himself was the the I wouldn't say he's harder. It's just if you don't know what to do, right? Mm-hmm. It takes a while to figure it out. Yeah, because you have to get the holy water to stop him. Uh, at the end of, I think it's the holy water, if I recall. Um, it's the power up all the way at the end of the room. Right. So you run over and you whip that, and that gives you what you need in order to beat him. So you, you could freeze the demon portion. That's the, the yeah, the, the blue portion. You definitely need the holy water to kind of slow mm-hmm. him down. Yeah. For also, sure. fun fact um, when Dracula dies, he explodes. Okay. And if you look really carefully, uh, the items that are coming out of him, those are the items that you later have to find in, in Simon's quest. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they, plan, they planned it way ahead. Wow. In that now aspect. I need to play it again. Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. If you go and check it out, like, I, That's I, pretty cool. I, I think I did a video on it. Uh, I did like a top five things you might not know about Castlevania because you can't do top things top five things you don't know about castlevania because you get a sea of people coming in like well the- I, I know that you know <laughs> so you have to put things might, you might, might not know there right. you go it's all about yeah. how you present it the word you gotta you gotta gotta avoid the trolls as much as you can <laughs> yeah and then i i was gonna say i dive into um you know it's such a great franchise um, I enjoyed the uh, the next generation, if you will, games that came out with um, Curse of the Moon. Uh, uh, Bloodstained. Yeah, Circle of the Moon. Sorry, Circle oh, yeah. of the Moon. Well, Curse Blood, of the Moon Blood, Blood, Bloodstained, right? Oh, the right. Bloodstained, yeah. yeah Bloodstained saga. Spiritual I need to get the succession. second version of that. I don't have I don't have part two of that. It's hard. I, I'm on the I'm stuck on the last boss on or the last level on that one, and I just can't beat it. It's a yeah, fun the, game, though. Both, the, both, both games. The first one, there, were, I was hung up on somebody for a while. I can't remember who. Hmm. But they basically pull from Castlevania Three with you get helpers, and uh, yeah, it's a good time. And the graphics are just set up just like that. I haven't played the hmm. uh, the other one. That's more Symphony of the Night version. Uh, that, that's is that that's just Bloodstain. Well, bl- no? Ritual of the Night. Ritual of the Night. Yeah, right, right, right. That's the one that's very Symphony of the Night-ish. Even with saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Jay with nice. his mug, Castlevania oh, that's mug. that's sick. Yeah, that's awesome. a buddy of mine bought me that. And check it out. The back has the back of the game. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's the full that's boxer. way cool. Yeah. Now, now you need ice cubes that are the cartridge. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All three. That's cool. Yeah. Castlevania. Um, trying to think what else we could dive into. I was going to ask, um, what's your preference between the 16-bit versions? Would it be uh, Super Castlevania 4 or Bloodlines or maybe Dracula X? Uh, So all three are are good games. I I would say Dracula X is just is very different uh, than than the other two. Um, All three games have their own flavor and style. Mm -hmm. Uh, Super Castlevania 4 is probably my second favorite castlevania game uh it's just i know it's easier but man it is so much fun to play through it really is any day of the week um it's just it's great fantastic music great game a lot of fun uh and just very memorable 
Oh yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, I, I remember reading the Nintendo powers uh, before they, you know, and just like being mesmerized by the, the cover art and, right. and screenshots. Like, and like, yeah. Oh, it like, Oh, it was awesome. It was so incredible. I I've, so I would say for me personally, super Castlevania four is probably the, the better of the three. That's my favorite 16 um, bit titles. And I mean, technically you could probably throw Rondo of blood in there. If you're talking 16 bit. Yeah. So I think Rondo is probably, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, as far as that goes, like creation game wise, like, you know, the, the critics would probably say Rondo, but me personally, I, mm-hmm. uh, I think super Castlevania four is, is the better of the, of all of them. But um, bloodlines is great. Bloodlines right. is up there too. It's really, really good. That's what I haven't beat yet, but hopefully one day. It's it's pretty tough. It's definitely a challenge. Konami pulled out all the stops for that one. What's interesting is that, um, and, and this is another thing I talked about in that video that I was, I was mentioning, um, we could have gotten more NES games for Castlevania. Okay. And you could blame the Turtles for that. The Ninja Turtles were, was such a hot property Okay. That Konami had, they were like, we just have to keep working on Turtles games. And that was a part of the reason why, um, uh, what, uh, what's, wow, what's the developer? Uh, Treasure. It's one of the reasons why Treasure was formed is because they were just sick of making Turtles games and <laughs> games like, you know, sequel after sequel after sequel. They were like, hey, we want to make Gunstar Heroes. We want to make this new game or whatever. And they were like, oh, sorry. So they left. And Turtles. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hey, we, I mean, in retrospect, we got those turtles games, so it's not all bad, right? Right. To like think that we could have had Castlevania, I don't know, four or like a 3.5 or something, you know, something like that on the NES is like mind blowing. Like it could have been, I I could have seen them going back to a Simon's Quest uh, style. So we have one and three as more linear and two and four, right? More exploring. well, that's the thing is Simon's Quest really is the blueprints to Symphony of the Night. So and all these people that are like, oh, well, you know, uh, Symphony of the Night is totally 100 z- percent z- uh, Zelda or, or uh, is um, Metroid. Metroid. Right. It's not. It's Zelda, according to the creator himself, you know, Koji Igarashi. He said he was inspired by Zelda. Not- so it's a Zeldavania game. I, that, that's the thing. You're technically <laughs> needing to call it a Zeldavania. But I mean, you know, listen. You know, you start bringing this up to people and they get all upset. It's like, I don't know. I'm not a fan of the term Metroidvania personally. I think it's dumb, but that's just me. I, I you know, uh, <laughs> e- you know, if you're going to call it anything, it's a nonlinear action game. You know, right, yeah. is that a mouthful? Sure. But nobody, you know, nobody <laughs> walks around fun? now. Well, nobody walks around now saying Doom clone anymore. You know what I mean? It's like it's a it's a pop culture term. Oh, okay. So any first person shooter, you're like, yeah, you know, like, oh, Doom clone. Yeah. Oh, it's a Doom clone. Halo you know is such a I mean? Doom like, clone. Yeah. Like imagine calling like, I don't know, like name a first person shooter. Halo. That's not Doom. Halo. <laughs> yeah. Imagine calling Halo a Doom clone. Like, no. So. <laughs> so just bring it back to uh, Simon's Quest. Again, I was, I was streaming it this week and, um, you know, it felt good to go back to that and, have fun exploring using the Nintendo power almost as like, you know, retro with that. Um, but <laughs> I beat a couple of the bosses. Like you could, you could totally walk by death, uh, grim reaper there and not fight him at all. Um, but I did fight him and you get like 
special dagger. And then I was fighting. Um, what's the the mass, the teary eye mass? That's uh, Carmilla's mask. Carmilla's mask. Vampira. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So the story on that one is uh, Carmilla is based on a, uh, a book called Carmilla. Okay. And it's uh, it's by a, an author named uh, Sheridan Le Fineau, I believe. I, I'm probably butchering that pronunciation. Um, but that is uh, essentially like female Dracula in a way. Okay. Uh, in a lot of ways. Um, not related, of course, or anything like that. But she would bathe in virgin girl's blood. Oh, yes. I heard, To retain her, her youthfulness. Who doesn't? Um, yeah of course yeah but uh what's interesting about that because it's based on um uh the real life countess Elizabeth bathory who was rumored to bathe in in virgin blood so that's kind of what it was based on uh gotcha carmilla um you know was a vampire and she would seek out uh women at like balls Okay. Like, you know, they would have like balls, events or whatever, and uh, these costume balls. And so she would wear a mask that would cover her face so they couldn't see that she was a vampire. So that's where Carmilla's mask comes from. Gotcha. Uh, Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so great, you know, that they pull from all these like real life stories and sure. back lore and everything. I think that's why so many people got drawn into the Castlevania franchise. Uh, well, Stoker's a- book is literally part of the canon technically okay um which gets really kind of hairy uh when you're talking about lament of innocence the the supposed orange origin story for the franchise uh because your uh, dracula was a character named like matthias so it it, it didn't it, it never really i i never really could get on board with it personally but um, you know, Laments is still a pretty fun game. Did you guys love the animated series on Netflix? Yeah, I, I did. Oh, yeah. Personally. Yeah. Really I, enjoyed I thought it. it was good. Uh, you know, I, there were problems with it for sure. Um, there were certain characters that weren't anything like really their game counterparts. Counterpart. Which I, I understand that when you're making a show like that, you've got to take some liberties uh, right. with it. Um, and in a lot of ways, I think they kind of improved certain characters and kind of gave them life. Um, like, I think Isaac was great. Yeah, Isaac was um, cool. Well, Isaac was really cool. And Sypho was cool. Well, Isaac in the game is just like this, you know, stereotypical, like, goth baddie. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, this, like, pretty boy, bat, like, bad guy, goth, you know, red hair or whatever. Like, he just, you know, it, it was very, like... Okay, yeah, another goth bad boy, you know, whereas um, Isaac really had a a pretty interesting backstory and and lore uh, behind him. But uh, yeah, I thought I thought they did an okay job. I'm not a fan of the writer Warren Ellis overall. He's not a good person. And, you know, I see. I see. Yeah. But like, aside from that, like. You know, I, I think they did the best they could with what they had and who they were working with. Um, but I think season three is probably the weakest of, of, of the seasons. I thought four was was pretty good. Um, I didn't get why he had to fight death at the end, but it just you know didn't make any sense to me. 
Um, but man, the fight scenes were killer. They were. were great. And there's a lot of cool like lore and 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 oh, there's a lot of like little nods to the franchise overall um, that you right. end up you finding, know, especially when you, uh, they go to the Belmont kind of like um, library. That was oh, cool. Right, right. That was yeah. really cool. His childhood yeah. home. There's like so many like Easter eggs in there. It's like it oh, crazy. Oh. <laughs> I think they yeah. I think they should have brought the music in a little sooner. Agreed. Uh, that part with man, I re- I recently rewatched the first two seasons, and mm-hmm. that scene in season two where uh, Bloody Tear starts playing is just like oh, finally. So that whole scene is epic. It's like so good, and I agree. I I wish that they had brought more of the game's music into the the franchise because music is su- such an important part of Castlevania. Even if it was subtle, kind of like in Castlevania Four. Like yeah. in the cutscenes and stuff. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, four was interesting because even though it took like maybe two songs from uh, older games, two or three songs from older games, like mm-hmm. it's an entirely brand new soundtrack. That's all like it's got a lot of wacky inspiration from like uh, like acid jazz and and you know a lot of uh, uh, funk and just like like you know. But it had some really rad tunes. Yeah, orchestral. I mean, you know, all the music in Castlevania is based on like baroque era classical music but altered so that it's um you know more dance and rock appropriated so it's 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 pretty cool to hear that kind of music in in this franchise um but yeah uh castlevania 64 and legacy of darkness went with like a much more like ambient kind of vibe right Uh, i almost would even call those two games like the resident evils of of oh okay of the franchise makes sense there's a lot of vibes from well, from, well, from resident evil that i get we'll look forward to your uh your review in the yes indeed, indeed. <laughs> if, if people want to uh find what you do mike where can they look uh man uh i would just say d- type in dongled uh in youtube <laughs> That's it's his YouTube, YouTube name. <laughs> YouTube.com forward slash dongled. You could also just type in, dude, you haven't played this game. Or that, that's a series that you do all the reviews. Yeah. 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 Uh, or Castlevania. You know, I'm probably, you know, by, by this point, because I've I'm been shifting my channel slowly to be like a dedicated like Castlevania. Nice. Oh, nice. So that's that's the plan is is, you know, is is to convert things into that and then do like other videos on the side sort of thing. So nice. And then you also have a podcast that you're on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, I do a, a VGM podcast, a video game music podcast with my buddy, Justin, uh, who I've been friends with for, you know, a pretty long time now. And so we, we, it's, it's styled like a radio show every episode. We do monthly episodes right now, but we were doing every other week. And so we we're about to hit next year, episode 100, five wow. years. Nice. And uh, we have, a theme, you know, different themes every, you know, all the time. Uh, we bring in composers, we bring in uh, YouTubers, we bring in musicians, all different kinds of guests uh, to talk about, you know, bands, all, all, all sorts of stuff like that. And uh, so that's XVGM radio. You can get it at XVGMradio.com or just search for any, uh, video game uh, music podcast you know you uh, search for it in like in itunes or spotify right, right. spotify we're on we're on it all so yeah just xvgm radio um one word and you'll find us so we uh, yeah yeah that's a lot of fun 
Yeah, we to what we to do. Oh yeah, to do the podcast. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're on episode twenty-five, so we're a, a quarter of the way. <laughs> yeah, I was just about so to ask if we were at twenty-five yet. Yeah, we hit twenty-five, uh, so we're excited. Yeah, we're keeping this going weekly. Um, right. Seems to be working out with, with me and Jay here. Jay, yeah. people want to find other stuff you do. Where can we find you? So NES Addict on YouTube, obviously Instagram. I post stuff here and there. Um, TikTok is my main thing right now because it's going better than anything I've ever done before. So it's also <laughs> NES Addict, and uh, and on occasion I stream on whatnot, even though that might not be a thing much longer. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And then yeah, if you guys want to check me out, it's just Russ Lyman on YouTube. I'm on TikTok as well, Instagram. Um, yeah, all the fun Russly stuff man. there. Wrestling man, man. That's the easiest way to remember it. Yeah, I put as one of my hashtags in case people can't find it. I put Russ L I E M A N, like lie man, in oh, case okay. they can't spell it. So that often comes up in tag. That's right. funny, but yeah, Russly man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Mike, hey, you said appreciate you coming on the podcast, chatting with us. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. It's an honor. And anytime you want to talk anything, but specifically Castlevania. Hit me up. Heck yeah. Nice. Will do. Uh, as always, guys, I'm Russ Lyman. Keep your world fun bit by bit. Have a great weekend, guys. Peace.